0: Hello and welcome to another episode of A Way to Heal Utah. I'm your host Dave Meekham. It's my pleasure to welcome in two fantastic guests to our podcast this morning. We're going to have a fun conversation and first off we have Judy Sharp who's joining us from the HEAL program at the Department of Health and Human Services of the state of Utah. Good morning Judy.
1: Good morning.
0: And we have a new voice to introduce you to, Christy Strongo. And Christy, you are the Education and Curriculum Coordinator for the Create Better Health Program with SNAP-Ed and the USU Extension. Thanks for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here.
0: And Christy, let's start with you. And maybe you can tell us a little bit about the work you're doing with the Extension and the Create Better Health Program and what you guys are trying to accomplish there.
2: Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Um, So one of the things that we are very passionate about is helping our community become food secure. We are looking for opportunities to help people know that where their next meal is coming from, make sure that their cupboards are full, their refrigerators are full. We really want to encourage them to consume more healthy, nutrient-dense foods like fruits and vegetables. And we do that through education. We do that through teaching community classes. We have online courses as well as resources and and lessons that take place in multiple languages. So we are charged, our responsibility as SNAP-Ed is to reach the people that are most in need for helping to stretch their budget for food, as well as helping them purchase and know how to utilize nutrient-dense foods. And we do that through education.
0: Love it. And Here we are. We're coming towards the end of March, which is National Nutrition Month. and April, we have National Garden Month, and you are so ideally suited to speak to this because you have a new program that you're working on called Create Healthy Gardens. Is that right? Did I get that right?
2: You did. Yes, we are excited about this.
0: Oh, tell me about it because this sounds great to me.
2: Yeah, so we have, in the past, we've done some work with community gardens. We provide education at community gardens, but this new curriculum that we are excited to share is a six-class series, and we work with the um, USU Extension and Master Gardeners Program. So it is it's a team effort with uh, Create Better Health and the SNAP-Ed Program and the Master Gardener Program with USU Extension. And we have lessons to help people learn how to plant a garden and to grow their own produce. And so we've been able to do this by writing nutrition education. So each class will include some nutrition education. They will also get gardening education so that they can use this opportunity to learn in a community setting and then take that information and and be able to grow their own gardens in their own space.
0: This sounds great. I wish this had been around when I went through the Master Gardener program. Are, are the Master Gardeners <laughs> the ones out kind of teaching the classes? Is that what their role is?
2: Yeah. So we have in each of our counties, we have ambassadors, and they are nutrition educators that are out working every day in their communities trying to um, make sure that people are, have the most current knowledge available with when it comes to nutrition science. But also, we're, we're working within our environments to improve food systems making sure that people can make healthy choices within their communities and that they're not struggling to apply the education that we're providing to them in their classes. So community gardens is one way that we can improve the food system and help people have access to healthy foods.
0: And just so people understand, in case somebody doesn't know what a community garden is, that's a space where it's one spot where a bunch of people can come in and garden, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. So, and they look differently. So, in some places, we have one large garden where everyone contributes and helps. In other places, each family or individual may have their own garden plot where they can plant foods that they want to grow and they want to learn about. And then at the end, we usually have a little gathering and everyone comes and contributes and shares, and we share the harvest at the end of the season.
0: So, if you live in an apartment, don't worry about it. There's an an option. Kind a pathway for you to to jump in and, and get involved in gardening. And yes. who is the target audience for the program? Are you targeting one group? Is it just adults? Is it kids? Is it families? Is it everybody?
2: Well, you know, we, we love to work with families because when we can can teach both the kids and the parents, then we know that we can have a greater impact in the home. So, we're looking for families that want to participate in our Create Healthy Gardens classes, but it's not exclusively for families. If there's individuals that want to come and learn about gardening, anyone is welcome.
0: And gardening is such a great activity for so many reasons on so many levels. What it's teaching the kids, not only how to garden, but it teaches them. And Judy, maybe you can speak to this a little bit teaches them to eat all these different foods that are so much healthier than a lot of the things that, that maybe we get off the grocery store shelves.
1: Absolutely. And thank you, Christy, and your uh, colleagues and your program for your work piece. It's just so in line with what we're trying to do with children under six years of age, those particularly in child care environments. So preschool centers, homes, that's a great opportunity to bring this curriculum and this fun outdoor activity. And as Dave said, it has so many levels of learning with this. Yes, the kids are jazzed about doing it. They love it. It's, an, it's a hands-on activity. They get their hands dirty. And yes, they're more likely to eat their own produce, which means they're going to be in the kitchen and they're not going to be eating processed foods, but they're eating whole foods. They're connected to their natural world, which is a huge thing that I think we're missing more and more with understanding simple things like pollination and the importance of bees and how that you know contributes to our food systems and all of these great things. What this looks like with seedlings and germination And the whole activity can be outside. It can also be indoors. A lot of this we can bring indoors too, or start them and propagate them indoors and bring them outside. So they're physically active. They're in green space. They're out outdoors. These are all really important mental health setups that keep us as a whole person well-balanced and grounded and healthy. So absolutely. And I love how Chrissy talked about the food security. This is a great way of getting healthy foods at your own budget, with a family activity, a community activity, and it can look different in every community. It can, it can look so different. We wanna really stress if you're a family and this appeals to you, if you're a childcare employee or worker or owner or provider, think about how you can incorporate this. We would love to add this to our Top Star curriculum. You may have heard about Topstar, which we help providers um, and families get information about nutrition, physical activity, and breastfeeding. And we help them create this in their own workplaces, which is the childcare facilities. So everyone can get involved in this. And again, it can look different, like in your own backyard, whether your backyard is your childcare provider or an apartment, a container planting. It can be in a community green space. If you can identify a green space that could be converted legally, you know, through permits to have the space, what a great opportunity to use that space in a community way that benefits everybody.
0: And Judy, we've had a program called Farm to School for quite some time, where it's an effort to get local producers, local produce from local farmers into school lunch programs. But you're working with a new twist on this, which I think is fantastic. Farm to ECE is what we're calling it, early childhood education, right?
1: Yes. And this is a a national movement and we're funded by the CDC. So this has been a great staging point. We've been working with gardening programs. For our child care providers and people in the community like Head Start care about child care, lots of organizations like that are helping get this information and curriculum out. And along with Christy, with her work of gardening. So there's lots of avenues where we can expose you to information that works for you. And we're also working with Farm to Fork, which is which has a task force that has worked on Farm to School. And so we are working with them to help find an infrastructure for that food procurement so we can get that local farmer's produce into our other systems like our under school age and how we can incorporate that. So that's a second very important arm that we're working with to support local produce and farmers and utilize that local capacity. And then also this whole educational arm of actually doing and being involved in and becoming, you know, little gardeners through uh, parents that are also setting an example, helping create these spaces and then teaching their children.
0: I love this effort. Gardening, there's so many benefits to it. This is something that will help families with their food budget. It helps them get healthier food. It's an activity that brings them together. It is better for the environment. And here in the state of Utah, where water isn't something that we have an endless supply of, so much better to put water on produce that's going to give us something to eat than it is to dump it on a lawn. And so I just love this. This is a great activity. And Christy, can you help us know how we can take advantage of this program and get some of this education that you guys are offering? What's that? Yeah,
2: well, it just looks like contacting your local USU extension office. Our Snap Ed program is housed within each of the local counties. We are at the extension offices. Uh, We have staff and employees there that can direct you to our local on the ground ambassadors that are part of our SNAP-Ed program, and they will be able to work with you and set up a class or a class series. Each of our classes, it's a workshop that is once a month. And then we also have a schedule that helps where you come in and help with weeding and with watering. So even though the workshops take place once a month, there's a lot more to do in a month than just the class. But our extension offices will be the place that you would contact to be able to, to participate in one of our classes.
0: Yeah, and there's an extension office in every county in the state, right? There is. If people don't know what the extension is or what they do, can you give us kind of a brief explanation of the extension? It's such a great organization.
2: Yeah, so extension is created to be able to bring the evidence-based and science-based education that you would get in a university setting to the public. We want to make sure that the communities have access to the most up-to-date, most current scientific knowledge when it comes to whatever subject it is we extension covers gardening horticulture food food preservation relationships finance we have so much to offer so many resources and we are here for the community our whole purpose is to serve the communities that we live in
0: and you guys do such a fantastic job i'm so glad for you guys being there i've had the opportunity to work with several of the folks in the extension over the years And it's such a great experience. The the work you guys are doing is so valuable to the community. Okay, so I just got to contact my local extension office and they're going to have information on how I can get involved with the Create Healthier Gardens program.
2: Yes, we have staff in place in each of the counties and they will direct you to the SNAP Ed ambassador. So we call them ambassadors because they are leading the way to create better health. And so we are the Create Better Health program and we have ambassadors in every county.
0: And I'm gonna to go to this workshop is it once a month. is that what you said and and I'm gonna learn something new and I can go home and put that into place and have lots of fun homework.
2: yes, absolutely. Like our goal is to to give you a a year of teaching in a community setting and then have you be prepared to implement that in your own space or again within a community garden the next year. We are all about the education and helping people be able to take what we teach and apply it in their own lives.
0: And such a great time of year, because now it may not look like it when we look outside (laughs) and see more snow falling this weekend, but gardening time is upon us. And it's that crazy time of year where it's sunny one day and and snow the next, but it will pass. And April's the time to really dig into gardening. We're going to talk about that a lot next month in the podcast. And Judy, the farm to the childcare providers, that program sounds so phenomenal if I'm a, a parent and I need childcare, that's where I want my child. So how do I know where to go and find that? How, how do I locate somebody who's going to help my child learn these valuable things?
1: Well we have these top star programs, which, as I mentioned, are child care providers that have been endorsed by our local health departments. We have local top star coordinators. Just like Christy has ambassadors in each of the counties, we have local health department top star coordinators and consultants that will work individually with child care providers to become top star indoors. So these facilities have already experienced some of these, these training curricula and have been working on different activities. So they're primed to start implementing this at a greater level this year. So we're really working on expanding what we've been working on for the last couple of years with child care providers. And a lot of childcare providers already have gardens in their back base and frequent community gardens and that type of thing. So they're already including that. And right now, as you said, you know, this can be indoor propagation. We can do these de-germination and get some of these little starters going now. And what a fun activity. I mean, I love the idea that this can be something you can put on your calendar to do once a month or once a week to be involved in this. And think about, well, what can I do in my community? Gosh, I can go to Extension. I can go and get involved in this gardening course. I can work with my top star childcare provider and help them. There's so many ways that you can keep this on your calendar as a fun activity for your whole family that will really, as, as Christy said, too, this will, this will last for years to come. This will set the stage for them to enjoy food and to do this when they are teenagers and actually parents, probably themselves. Getting them on the right path now of eating whole foods. And Dave, you mentioned about how important it is. And I think fun was a word that jumped out to me. This is so much fun. Kids dig this. Kids actually will pick this over other activities. They will prefer to eat their homegrown food versus some of the candy and things that we think everybody wants. And we continue on that path. So I would like to invite you to think about, you know, how we can expand our model so that we're eating. Better and we're going to feel better. So it's also in the research, too, that if we eat better and we get physical activity, we're more grounded, we're happier, we have less mental health issues. There's a lot of things that contribute to our well-being. And this is such a fun way to do it.
0: So many wins involved in these activities and these opportunities and so many opportunities um, to take okay. advantage of. And Judy, we'll put a link into the show notes on how folks can find a provider who participates in Top Star. And Christy will put a link in for folks to find their local extension office in the county they live. So no excuses not to get involved. Get in and do this. And again, we'll be talking more about gardening throughout the month of April. So,
1: And this is free. Free No charge. To pay for something like this in a different private setting, you would be paying a lot for this personal individualized training. And this is evidence-based, but it's fun. Put this on your calendar to start making those calls and just jump in.
0: Yep. Everybody doing this, they're going to have fun. They're going to feel better about themselves and what they're doing. Christy, Judy, thanks for being here today. This has been such a great conversation. And Christy, I hope you'll come back and join us and talk more about this so we can create healthy gardens.
2: I would love to. Thanks for inviting me today.
0: And Judy, thanks for being here as well, as always. And this is going to be a fun month to talk about gardening, and hopefully, everybody will get involved. Thanks for being here, you guys. And thanks for joining us on this episode of Way to Hill, Utah. We'll see you next time.